What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with now the kings of pro wrestling podcasts. I am Justin here with Meals for the first time in 2023's back, y'all. What's going on, Meals? I'm back. It feels good. I feel very refreshed, actually. I feel like I actually legitimately needed a break from doing this. <laughs> like, like, uh, what as a. Time. What a perfect time for you to have asked for this break uh, in the past oh, yeah. two weeks of this crazy world of pro wrestling that we've been experiencing. I feel like I've escaped all the tumultuous. I haven't escaped, um, but I didn't have to talk about it until now. Until now, we're going to talk about it. We're going to get all into yeah. it. Like, we're not going to act like it doesn't fucking exist. Um, listen, man, I feel like at one point, during this for almost going on six years we had a very special thing going on because we never met and now that we've met i feel like we're now just like all the other podcasts what (laughs) (laughs) i feel like the charm was damn how do they have such amazing chemistry and have never been in the same space that's now we've been in the same space (laughs) i know it's lit lit though because it didn't feel like everyone kept asking me, so how was it? I'm like, what do you mean, how was it? It was like, what, does, does something change? I'm like, no, you think I was going to meet Mills and be like, you know what? I'm not feeling the vibes. Let's stop doing this shit. So I, here's the thing. In my brain, I was like, what if we meet? And it's awkward and mad, like blanks of silence and shit, right? <laughs> like, what if, like, what if there was just mad, like, it was just very awkward. It was like, I'm not used to seeing you in person and talking and walking with you. Um. So that was my fear. It was an irrational fear because at the end of the day, like I could meet some, I could meet a complete stranger, and it could not be awkward. I just, I'm good at like leveling, leveling and relating with people on that aspect. But um, we had a good time. I low key feel like we recorded a podcast <laughs> over dinner that was never recorded. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. We we kind of did. We riffed because of just all the stuff that was going on at the time. So we so we riffed mm-hmm. a lot, but like we definitely could have. That that's definitely like an idea of just like eating Chinese food. <laughs> you know what's eating crazy? You, you know what's so what? crazy? I have my wireless mic things from Anime NYC. And I low key thought of bringing it. Well, um Well, you know what's funny? I had a I had a my vlogging camera and my wife was like you should have brought it and i was like i was so tired like do you think i wanted to just walk around like hey it's me and Mills walking in the dark (laughs) i i i was not sure i was like okay we're meeting we're hanging out right i'm not sure i want to completely dive into like let's make content (laughs) immediately (laughs) like let's Let's turn this into content. I didn't want to do that immediately. Don't get me wrong. I could have. I would have. And I definitely would have if it was all right. But I was like, you know what? Let's not completely just turn this into content. We can do that later. When I'm with Jamal, I turn it into content. I have loads of stuff that we've never released of us just walking around places with the mics on. And yeah. yeah. but not not for the first time. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get it there. But I'm I'm glad I'm glad we did, man. No, I I am too. We we had a we had a blast. Like obviously, like the circumstances were just so funny that it was just like, oh, 
I'll see Mills here and then we'll see each other at the baby shower. You know, our, our close friend Ty, um, you know, he actually had his baby on the weekend of the baby shower. And so, like, you know, we got that. <laughs> well, he wasn't terrified. Okay? No, of course, you're not <laughs> terrified at that point. But I would imagine if anyone else and no, nah, I don't even know if it's anyone else because everyone's prepared to an extent. But I'm like, yo, we about a month before and we got it. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. I feel like it's terrifying. Knew, I don't know. He knew low key. Um, like he knew low key that it was going to happen sooner than he thought anyway. So he he was expecting it to be like two weeks before not four, but he was still kind of prepared. And I was like, you know, what's funny about him is I went to the hospital um, the day of that night and he was calm. He was cool as a, as a fucking cucumber, bro. Like He's I always he was cool, not tripping. Though. I don't know. Bro, he, I don't know if I could be like that. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know I've never pressure. seen Ty under pressure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? What does that even look like? Like, I don't know. I don't, want, I, I don't, I don't ever want to see it. I don't ever want to see it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and shout out to Ty. I don't know if he listens to our show, but, you know, just whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm proud of him. I love him. I, I call him every damn day to see what, see what that, that kid's doing. But, mm-hmm. um... We met, we ate, we ate well. We ate, we ate well. well, okay? Too well. We had it. <laughs> I had to go all out because, you know, I was outside. I was in New York. Could you believe it? Could you believe seeing me walk around New York? I could not believe that you liked it as much as you did. That's what I couldn't I had believe. A blast. I had a blast. That's what I'm saying. I, I was like, but. <laughs> I had a blast. Like I was like, yo, like I'm, I'm actually having a really fun time here. And I I was with my favorite people in the world and I hadn't seen, you know, all you guys in such a long time. And I was like, you know, I have a lot of like support and, and basically family out here. You know what I mean? And I, and I, and I enjoyed being with everybody. It was an amazing time. It was it really was. Um, what, what did you do on your, on your two weeks? So, all right. I'll wait till the street pe- street sweeper passes by. Shout out to K Slay, rest in peace. Um, but so initially, I was gonna take the two weeks and be like, I gotta work on stuff for the A show. Um, so my break was only in recording only because I didn't want to have to think about it. Um, my break was initially okay. Let me set up this account. Let me do that account. As you see, we put up the Instagram. Shout out to the Instagram. Heads up. Um, we'll do a formal announcement next week, but people who are questioning about the Royal Rumble pool, I point you to the Instagram account. That'll be the first thing I do. Um, Follow that and you'll be already halfway there. So I'm pointing you to the Instagram account if you have questions about the Royal Rumble pool. Um, But initially I was going to work on it and then I was just, yo, all right. Um, (laughs) What the? I'm back. Um, (laughs) But I don't even know if you've heard as much sirens in New York as you did as you do on this. No, podcast. I didn't. I did not hear as many sirens as I as I did when I was there, Mills, as I right. do when I'm on the podcast. Well you. well, you didn't come to Brooklyn. You didn't come to Brooklyn. <laughs> so when we when we do it, you're coming to Brooklyn next time for sure. Um, okay. But so initially, I was going to do that, and then I was like, "Yo, why am I working so fucking hard?" Like, 
I need to take a break. Like I really legit need to sit down and being able to sit down without actually being productive to me, my brain's always racing on like something to do, something to do. Like, and even still, I did work a little bit because we launched the Instagram account. Um, shout out to Donnie, shout out to Rob for, you know, helping with the Instagram account. Um, so help launching that and still coming up with content to that. We just dropped some content probably a couple of minutes ago, actually. Um, worth a worth a <laughs> it's something that you do on the thing um on the weekly show on the patreon that we just turn mm-hmm. into instagram content yeah. um so maybe we can even talk about that today uh but initially i was supposed to do that um then i said you know what i'm not gonna do it i'm just gonna hang out what did i do fuck i binged some shows i've been watching basketball like crazy um trying to work out um and a whole bunch of a lot of thinking a lot of like thinking (laughs) on friendships and what they are and what really matters and all this other stuff like that so it's a it was a well-deserved break um a lot of introspective break seeing you was part of that break and it was great um and just kind of like you know I didn't really pull myself away from the wrestling bubble, but I did like at times I was like, all right, it's, I need it's a break. Hard. Yeah. It's really hard to do so. Especially oh, you know, like- you know what else I got? I got texting thumb. Do you know what that is? No. So when you text or scroll too much and your finger and your thumb is in an awkward um, position while doing so, um, it actually puts strains on the ligaments in your thumb. So I had this pain in my right thumb for maybe like a week and a half. It's still there. Um, but yeah, I had to like, similar to what was up with my ankle, I had to do a lot of stretches. So that made me also be like, I got to put the phone fucking down. Like, yo, you're on the phone a lot if that's the case. (laughs) Yeah, nah, I am. Like I'm scrolling. Like I blame, here's what I blame. You want to know what I really (laughs) I wish, um, you know what I really blame? What? Elon Musk. He, because he added the views thing to the tweets, the like button has been pushed over a little bit more. So now my finger's in an awkward position when I go to like something. And then also the bookmark thing is also messed up as well. So you can't, you have to like, you can't just like see a tweet and bookmark it. You have to like pull out the tweet and like bookmark it from a certain space. And then I also blame TikTok and all this other shit like that as well. Like I was really, I was like, all right, I'm doing too much on the phone. I need to chill out. Like I really do. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would take some time and I would chill out and I would watch YouTube clips and. I want to send. I want to. I want to tell Josh this and see how he'll defend it. That's his new thing. The, the UI is terrible, right? You like, there's no defense. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. like they they the big announcement for this week is we're fixing the, the shit with the, the problem with the pictures, and I'm like, bro, why the fuck did it go back to the, the way it was in the first place? Like, it's it's dumb as hell. I I I again, I have no words for what Twitter has become. I, even at work, I feel like we got to change our strategy behind how we do this because it's just it it's not gonna work you know right. like the like impressions and engagements don't mean the same thing as they used to now that you can just see somebody's views you know what i mean right. because 
you'll you'll be like, oh, but we got really good engagement. And they'll say, well, why didn't we get 20K views on it? And it's just like, well, because when people scroll and we have over 20,000 <laughs> followers, they're going to see our shit anyway. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean they're engaging with it, you know? So it, it's it's caused a headache for a lot of people that work within marketing and social. So um, that, that's been the challenge just in the first couple of weeks back is like, how the fuck do we navigate Twitter? And then should we move off of it? And let me tell you right now, a lot of brands are moving off of Twitter. Well, not feeling bad about it. Yeah, no, nah, that's a that's a big part of why we got the Instagram, right? Because Twitter has been going to shithole. And it wasn't I wasn't um as dire and dire straits of like, yo, Twitter is about to die like everyone was last November. It was like, yo, it might explode at any time. Like <laughs> I wasn't I was like, all right, it's probably I'm pretty sure there's like things, but it's like just the way it is now, it's just kind of bad. So I I'm not um, opposed to like kind of just lifting away from Twitter from time to time. Um, but then Instagram is also kind of boring right now as well. I feel like it's uh, stories don't engage me. Reels don't engage me. TikTok is where I'm at. Like yeah, 90% of the time. Of the day. Yeah. yeah. You're building everything for TikTok or Reels. You know what I yeah. mean? And even if the story in your main feed on Instagram is not the best, more brands are looking at reels. So like if you're a creator right now, you really need to get into reels because they're paying, they're paying out the ass. And well, I think in the next year, mm-hmm. you should be trying to do that because they will find you if you're getting a good following and they're going to pay you out the ass for it. What were you going to say? Sorry. No, no, no. I was going to, I was going to agree with you for sure. Um, But yeah, so that's what I've been doing for the last two weeks, man. Yo, so AOT, bro. I was literally going to bring this up. And okay, let's do it. <laughs> because I have a problem with it, and I and I think it's crazy why this is the only the, the only IP that that is that gets this scrutiny when people paid to see a part two of a Harry Potter, they paid to see a part two of a Twilight, they paid to see a part two of a Lord of the Rings, all of this stuff, and they're saying it's being milked, and it's like, no, this is like this is IP management one on one. This is the basic shit. I feel as though. And, and I don't know what point you were going to bring up, but I feel as though Attack of, on Titan is probably the least kind of milking of anything. You can't even get toys of this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't, right. you can't even really get nothing, no type of pro. Like, I literally will tell you, like, I feel like there, there, there's such a huge opportunity, you know, missed opportunity with Attack on Titan not having action figures or hot toys figures. Because mm-hmm. I will buy them. Within, within seconds, I would buy them, but you just can't get it. And I don't know if it's because of the adult nature. Well, it can't be because of the adult nature. Chainsaw Man has mad shit coming out in the next year. Mm-hmm. Statues to, to, like, they're milk. You want to talk about milking? Chainsaw Man only got, what, 12 episodes and some manga, and there's mad stuff coming out. AOT don't got that much. So I feel like for them to be like, for people to be like, I'm so mad they're stretching this out because this is probably one of the biggest rated, highest rated shows in anime right now, period. Nah, so, all right, so here's my, I don't have an issue with stretching it out. I never had an issue with part three, because everyone thought it was going to be a movie anyway, and I was like, nah, it's going to be part three. You can't immediately just have a show that's ongoing and then throw the end of it in theaters. <laughs> then you right. split up the audience and all types of, I, I, I never believed there was going to be an actual movie. But the only, I say, the only issue I have with them splitting up both parts is the reason that they give was that due to them, due to the increased workload or maybe unforeseen workload that they had with the ending, with the final arc of the show, um, they're pretty much deciding we're going to release what we have now 
and then we're going to release the rest of it later. In my opinion, hold all of it until later. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't to me this being split up, it's not even a big deal. This is a very first world concern cuz we're going to see it all anyway unless, you know, you die or something. Mm-hmm. Um but it being split up to me um there's not that many episodes. So I'm I'm confused. I was like, are they splitting four episodes and then we get the final five later? Like, it, it, there's not much left unless they're um, extending it. And then also, it's because a lot of people have the inside knowledge on um, Mappa, and there's always been kind of like controversy with Mappa. It was a production studio who creates Attack on Titan. In terms of like how they work their workers, they usually work them around the clock. Um, there's always been like you know issues with the production of their shows like like one of the previous things of attack on Titan, which kind of the 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 first part was rushed um so the animation and a lot of things weren't completed in time for it actually launching and there's so much various stuff so it's everyone being insider knowledge i think everyone just wants it now um but we're gonna get it anyway and i get that i get that you want it now i understand that i feel like mappa might be probably mismanaged a little bit so i think a lot of that is out of their con- is is in their control but what's out of their control is the fact that the ip and the license holders you know they make deals with the television stations and the streaming partners that they put the show on so they were probably like we need this in q1 and that's why it's hitting in in march literally the end of q1 that's <laughs> like, what i'm saying that that's the part that made no sense to me like anime seasons go like winter spring summer fall so i assumed we didn't see any trailer we're gonna get it in the fall right the fact that it's dropping in march means to me that it was probably i don't know if it was gonna supposed to have dropped already it's probably gonna slip it's probably gonna slip in the q2 i don't even think it's gonna slip in the q2 i think it's literally that's why why it was coming out now is it was possibly gonna slip in the q2 q3 if they had held on to those last couple episodes and Again, like I said, right. Matt was probably they probably got the gun to their ribs. Like we need something, yeah, by Q one because our ratings are going to sink. Because I don't really know the I'm not familiar with the process over over there or like what shows are popular on the network that it plays on in Japan. Mm-hmm. But I know that Cartoon Network, which is the what the one partner here that I know will play it weekly. They're probably like, where is it? We don't have nothing <laughs> for the January, and they don't. So that's and you know they lost JoJo, so they can't play that either. You know, so there there a lot of places are are basically depending on Attack on Titan. And that's the part that like I that that people got to understand too is that like a lot of places that are not just y'all depend on this show in order to do things, and they don't have anything to replace it with. You know what I mean? Right. So I completely get where it is because when it's over. And this is my thing. When Attack on Titan is over, it's over for as far as we know. You know what yeah, I mean? And it's over. That's it. that's it for it. So why would you not want that? Like, why would you want it to just end? Like, I I feel like there, there's a there's a sense that I feel like when in certain in certain things and not just anime, it's everything where it's like even in wrestling, it was like y'all just wanted to be over. You know what I mean? Like y'all, y'all just want to move into the next thing, and there's something that they're trying to tell. There's people like me that have never read the manga. You know what I'm saying? And you probably never up, will at this point. I never over. will. There's, there's no reason for me to. You know what I mean? I, you know why? I enjoy the voice acting. I enjoy the melodrama. I enjoy the music. I enjoy the production that's behind the show. I will wait for the show, and there are people that wait for the show. So the, the mostly the people who are like talking about it being milked are people that have read the manga already. You know what I mean? And they're ready for the next thing. And it's like no, we just just get to 
let's just finish it out. Some people, you know what I'm saying? Some people want to get to the next thing. You got Trigun that just came out. That's really good. Um, I'm waiting for the dub for that meal, so I stopped watching. I'm not watching it. It's okay. Dub. It's okay. Um, I watched the second episode last night. Um, they just Mappa just finished Chainsaw Man, which was a big endeavor as well. They have Jujutsu Kaisen coming up in the spring. Um, so listen, this final arc, I'm telling you, I know what happens. <laughs> this final battle. It's gonna the screws are gonna be popping and the nails are gonna be loose in that map of studio once they finish <laughs> designing this because they have a lot, a lot of work to do. Just by mm-hmm. virtue of, you know, you know, not to spoil I know there are people who are in our Discord who is currently watching it, so I'm avoiding spoiling it. Jules yeah. Rube, you're the you get shout outs because I'm not gonna spoil it because I definitely want to, but by virtue of the end of last season with what happened at the end, um them having to design that constantly now. Yeah. Um, it's going it's, to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. And they use they already use digital CGI and stuff like that. Like that's that's expensive. Like I just don't think that people I feel like I feel here's my thing. I feel like if you watch your Marvel movies every time they come out. You watching you you buying Pokemon no no shots you buying the new whatever iterative iterative thing that comes out you can't say shit about milking period the, milking is our society mm-hmm. literally our society right now everything is milked everything is an IP everything is like train and, and honestly Attack on Titan if you look at everything that that is surrounding this IP the most they do right is like re releases of the volumes. They do not put out mad shit. There's not video games coming out every single every single month of this shit. There, there's they milk Dragon Ball Z more. They how many times have we played a Dragon Ball Z game where you got to go through Frieza and Vegeta again? <laughs> I played over and over, baby. Come on, exactly. people will play it over and over, and people will for sure watch Attack on Titan over and over and over. So I don't want to hear the milking thing. Like I think that's that's mad corny because if they were to split chip, well, they did split Chainsaw Man. They are milking that right because the first. Arc isn't even over by the time this is over with, right? Nah. So yeah, we finished pretty much the. We got a couple. We're a couple arcs in, but there's a couple arcs left in the show for sure. It just okay. Somebody, I gotta go back in there Uh, until someone. Shout out eighty, but he says until it gets a sequel, it's just a series that's being pimped out. Uh, no. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I can't believe. See, this is what. I'm not even looking at fucking Discord right now. Okay. All right. With that said, uh, I'm sure we'll continue this conversation as the weeks go on and as the show premieres. No, I'm sorry. Um, I'm just all over the place. Uh, let's, go to, let's go to Patreon. <laughs> let's go to Patreon. All right. We're back on public. Patreon, good conversation about The Rock that we had uh, on on Patreon just now. Uh, and and some, of our, some of our thoughts. Some of our, some of our thoughts. Absolutely. Two War Rumbles. We did the uh, 2011 Rumble and the 2015 Rumble for this week's Remembering the Rumble. If you want to hear us talk about those two uh, events, uh, get up the Patreon, man. It's the best. It's the best value in town, baby. Five dollars down, and you get all of that content straight up. Uh, but I want to get into No Holds Barred, and before we get into like the two major things, and you know, everyone's like uh, fear mongering about right now. There was a big executive departure, Meals. Did you see this? Oh, just now? Yeah. Now? Yeah, there was a big executive departure. Uh, 
Adam Hopkins, the vice president of communications. <gasps> uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yeah. Um, we here. Uh, uh, pursuit of happiness. <laughs> I have no. Uh, I have no comment. Listen, man, if you know what it's like booking talent on interviews, you know what it's like to work with Adam. I wish him the best, all right, in everything that he chooses to do. But it's time for a change. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. <laughs> Look. Look at God, right? Very interesting uh, things that are going on in the WWE. I'll say that. It's because of... Vince, <laughs> let's get to that first. Let's get to that at first. Vince McMahon, Vince Talk, Vince Watch. Vince Watch. He's back. What has he done? What's, what's he done? He's, um, he is a, it's, he, I feel like people are really pitting him as Jafar in Aladdin, but not like regular Jafar, like Jafar that gains the power of the genie and now he's this all-encompassing, like, evil genie thing, controlling the genie. And he's just big and evil now. And he wears a white suit and, and has a, I guess now it would be in bad taste to say, like, Jasmine, like, cuffed, tied up and feeding him apples. Um, like, well, here's the thing. That would be, like, Jafar coming back to own the lamp that he already owned. <laughs> like, All right. I guess you could say that. I, I, I mean... Last week after the show, literally after the show, there was a tweet from Brian Alvarez that said, big news, a, a guan, if you will. Oh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's <laughs> he, said, big, he said, big news, a guan. And I said, said, oh, I wonder what it is. I feel like, I feel like, to be honest with you, and I get the standpoint of Sean Ross Sapp in some instances on this. And shout out, and, and shout out to him. For not for really just not being the one to jump out the window and completely engage fans within this rumor that had no validity. And if you knew anything about business or you did any kind of research, would be able to understand that this is in no way possible um, within that the short amount of time. But to me, the it makes his job harder, absolutely, and it, it ruins the validity of wrestling journalists when you do things like this. And you all um, cooperated. Cooperated. There was allegedly someone who came out and said, um, someone who came out and said, oh, WWE got sold to Saudi. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. They've already done. They've agreed to it in principle. Homeboy from BodySlam.net. And I'm saying his name. Yeah, because this is not only, this is like, my thing is, this is the second time he's been wrong on a major thing. He's probably been right a couple of times, but when people push back on like, how is this possible? Yeah. And then people, they push back as to say, like you guys are attacking wrestling journalists. It's like, no, because you guys don't do, you don't do any due diligence when it comes to actual journalism itself. How the fuck are they going to buy the damn company? <laughs> like right now, like is it immediately not even, for cash, not even seen credit, Apple have, pay. Like what the fuck? <laughs> we haven't even seen, like literally haven't seen, there, there's been negotiations. They just hired. They literally had like WWE made an announcement right after this, saying that they had hired a bank to help them. 
the day after this happened. So it was like, y'all are jumping the gun because they haven't even done their, their due diligence yet at all to find the perfect suitor for the company. So you're jumping out the window. You're saying it's true. It's happening. It's going on. It's happening. You know what I'm saying? But there's people cooperating the story. You've got like Raj, Geary, and all these other people saying like, I, I don't know, man. He's been right. And Sean Rossap is like, I have talked to actual mm-hmm. talent in WWE. They do not know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> like, he did, he did make sure to say he did make sure to say they're scared of Vince, though. <laughs> like, all right, hey, like, okay. Um, I don't, I don't like that, and I feel like it's very easy to do on social media. And I want people to use their actual whole brains, like use no. your brain. Like they're not going to do that, Mills. Use your from the cerebellum to the whatever the front of the brain is. Um, the forehead, I don't know, but use your entire brain sometimes because y'all all jumped into the sea of fear. That's why I said y'all react before you guys even ponder or think for yourselves. You guys just react. And then you have people who aggregate this sort of news and also will put their own spin on it. It's like, here, you know, here goes Vince again. Oh, I told you it was currents for WWE. Like you do that. And then you further entice and engage an audience as well. That is already incredibly receptive and to bullshit. And I, I saw a crazy tweet. Like everyone needs to quit right now. <laughs> I feel like it's so negligent. I was, I was like, where are they going to go? <laughs> I feel like it's so negligent to uh, to do these kind of things. And I think that's what the, the worst thing about pro wrestling journalism is that like half of it's not real. Right. So we're covering a sport that's really not real. Um, yeah. So there's no true validity behind it, nor is anyone really picking it up. ESPN really started covering WWE because they are pretty much in a deal with WWE. Um, but there's nothing of any substance there's no actual news it's really still a very as much as it is kind of like um opened up a little bit more it's still very private in the fact that like reporters aren't allowed this isn't like basketball or or, or nfl like reporters aren't allowed in locker rooms right we're not Mm -hmm. allowed to go up and go interview these people there are very few instances like for instance i feel like if this was a sport um the weeks after the Anthony Davis deal went down for the Lakers, there was a whole report about how it happened, how it went down, or even Kawhi. That's a better example. Mm-hmm. How the Kawhi thing happened. Flights, um, people running back and forth, um, Kawhi almost resigning to Toronto, um, the Lakers were in play, blah, 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 blah. And there's an actual whole story surrounding this thing. I want one story on SummerSlam 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and what actually happened between the main of the, the, the match that was supposed to happen that never <laughs> happened. And it's been over, it's been 18 months now and we're never yeah. getting that story. And the only time we get those stories is if they're telling us the story in their way. Right. So to me, this is all very, it's all hearsay. Mm-hmm. And the people who react to said hearsay are to like. I just want everyone to use their brains, bro. 
Like they can't. I mean, you had so many people going off the rails for this. You had one single reporter that actually did get on his job and and prove that this thing was not happening and that it could not happen for a while. You got people miss. This man, Ariel Hawani, woke up like, yeah, I talked to people. They said it's not true. (laughs) Yeah, and and he just did it and just like, like, Sean Ross probably worked all night and Ariel Hawani probably called one person. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just. Triple H is happening? Nah. (laughs) Exactly. And there were people saying that, that then Stephanie stepped down last week and she stepped down from her post as as co as co president or whatever um which was something i believe i said last year i did not foresee them being co chairs or co presidents very long i didn't see I, it yeah i think we both can agree on that like a company with co ceos just it's not going it, to it's not a long term thing like you you just don't have co ceos um however uh I do believe I would love to learn the perspective from Stephanie McMahon of the view is kind of everything that's happening because I would imagine it's much more than her just stepping down in a business decision. I'm sure there's a lot of personal things behind it as well, but who knows when we'll hear the Stephanie McMahon story ever, but yeah. um, she can cash out too. So like if, if, if they sell, she gets, she gets bread too. So like, essentially she's probably like you know what i don't want to work i don't want to even be around my dad i don't want to work with my dad you know that that could be what she wanted to do but then people said well triple h is going to leave next and we're just like what he's probably always wanted this job i doubt he's going to leave right now they'll probably have to pry it from his dead fucking hands they had to get confirmation that vince defers to, to triple h on creative because vince is of course not allowed to be in the creative process they used to have people saying oh vince is going to find his way in i'm like bro Y'all, you, you think he's going to beat the SEC? Not even Elon Musk is beating them. Not even Donald Trump can beat them. What are you talking about? It's crazy. I'm not trying to defend, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that, like, y'all are y'all just got to wait and see what the fuck happens. You know what I mean? Like, that's just really what it is. There was there was a rumor that came out. There, and there's a really a, a good pal of mine, Meltzer said what? Um, I've, I've talked to him a lot. Like he's he's a really smart cat. He's on Twitter at Mustard said what he had a, a thread about the the amount of backtracking and backpedaling that's gone on in the past seven days. And in one of those particular ones, it's that Triple H and Stephanie had begged for 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 the company not to sell. And then it came out later, and it's because there was an Axios report about it. And then of course the wrestling journalists picked it up. And then there was a report that back that backtracked it and said, no, actually Triple H and Stephanie were expecting Vince to come back because. He has a lot of shares and they have to figure out what to do with his shares. Just like that. You had to wait like a day and the real truth came out. It's crazy. There's, I mean, there's so much of a narrative spin behind all of this. Even Vince um, kind of coming back in power and everyone adamantly saying it's not going to be on a creative end. And pretty much all journalists pretty much saying like, you know they lying, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And and to be honest with you, to be honest with you, if he does come back on a creative thing, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest with you. One, mm-hmm. it's fucking his company. <laughs> it's not like he doesn't own the shit. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we have to do better. If they're not going to do better for us, we have to do better for ourselves, and really parsing information. And and to me, that doesn't mean going on social media and attacking all of these journalists 
and just calling them names and all this other stuff. But you hold them to the fire and ask like, yo, are you a reputable source? Like, where'd you get this information from? Because sources ain't going to be enough anymore. Like, <laughs> you, man put up a whole report on the thing. Said report. WWE has been purchased by Saudi Arabia. Deal just waiting to go through. Like, they bought it in cash and waiting for the rest of the money to come through. Like, the fuck? Like, oh, my God. I'm just like, what? How you put up a whole report? Like, how do you stake your, your name on this? It's going down. Yeah. Like, how do you stake your whole name on this? Like, you, the walk you back. The walkbacks have been funny though, Mills. You gotta admit, like the actual walkbacks of this whole shit have been hilarious because it's like, no, like y'all should, no one should ever listen to y'all ever again. Nobody should ever listen to them again. But the people are still gonna pay their five dollars and, and do yeah. and do so. Yeah, no, I mean, there's reputable sources, and there's often a lot of times we wait for certain me and you particularly we wait for certain people to say things before we look at it because these people have a track record and even if they're not always even if it's not like completely accurately fact there's definitely a lot of where there's smoke there's fire kind of thing and we can we can we can eventually talk about the mercedes monet thing the article that kind of came out um oh you want to talk about that yeah we about to die (laughs) <laughs> i mean i think Shelby. it's i think it i think it's worth talking about because there's okay. a she was expected last week and we didn't uh we didn't see her but um <laughs> but uh no nah, i mean i'm just saying use your listen really there there should be very few sources that you guys trust because not everybody's a source this zero news shit these aggregators on 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 uh, on, on social media who don't who barely have a website um like y'all are just aggregators it, to me try figure out good sources for yourself figure it out like really, really figure it out mm-hmm. yeah i mean not every, not not everyone is uh not everyone is good not everyone's good for you man for sure i i think the vince thing it's it's vince derangement syndrome it, he causes like some type of hysteria in anyone where like nobody really kind of like thinks about anything in a, in a sensical way. You know what I mean? It's like, I know you hate the nigga. I, a lot of people probably hate this guy, but at the end of the day, you got to like, really like, just think about it, bro. Like at the end of the day, if, if you want to stop watching, like that's completely fine. I, I get people that, that will stop watching if he, if he did come back, but I'm just like, bro, like he literally had the most shares in this company. Like there's nothing that you can do. Nothing I can do. And we can say, please retire, please do all this shit. Like, I mean, he got to get his bread. He coming back to get his bread. That's what they and that's what they expected him to do. So that that's where he is now. So, um, you want me to pull up the the actual report? Yeah. Well, let me let me find it. Where did? Well, we're on. The, we at this point need a, a sound effect for this. Uh, Mercedes Monet money <laughs> pocket watching. <laughs> Uh, hold on. Hold with on. the Mercedes uh, Monet watch. Um, so I will say this while you're looking up. Um, last week, of course, the new LA AEW. They it's always a big show when they're at the Forum. Um, we saw the return of Adam Cole. It is. It has been the one year anniversary of my tweet of 
this Adam Cole shit is sad. <laughs> it hasn't gotten less sad, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. But 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 you know what? I'm rooting for him at this point. I think he's gone through a lot of things in this past year that's uh that hopefully will put him back on the right track. But to be honest with you, it's not really him. I just don't have faith in this company. Um but he's back, so shout out to Adam Cole being back. Um Mercedes Monet was rumored or speculated. I don't say rumored. It was no, not no. It wasn't rumored. Someone on Twitter, the same guy who confirmed the the Saudi thing from from some MMA site, he confirmed that it was going to happen. Um. So there was talk that Mercedes Monet was going to be the tag team partner for Paige on, I guess AEW at the forum you know, dynamite at the forum, which was promoted like a month and a half in advance, by the way. So to me, an arbitrary women's tag team match promoted a month in advance. There's got to be something special that's happening. So to me, I see all the talk of like, yo, they told you it wasn't happening. Why would you think it was happening? Bro, I'm not stupid. (laughs) You're not stupid. They promoted it six weeks ago for a regular ass tag team match. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Paige is going to pick her partner. Oh, who could it be? It was only until last week that they confirmed it, um, that it was going to be Tony Storm instead, which to me is probably like, mm, let's just use Tony. <laughs> <laughs> let's just use Tony. Because, again, Britt Baker, the boss thing, like, you don't do these things without there being some meaning behind it. You know what I'm saying? And if Britt did that and she did not get any type of reprimand for doing that, knowing, and, and Tony knew he wasn't going, it wasn't going to be Sasha and he knew he wasn't going to sign her. Then that that more proves that again the inmates are running the asylum because why would she because we already know the the promos aren't scripted so why would she say that or why would you not like tell her like don't say no shit like that because I don't have her you yeah. know what I mean and it, 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 to me it creates unnecessary speculation and not only that I think people in the crowd you know once they once they found out it wasn't her or it wasn't going to be her in any sort of aspect they also were. Uh, not happy but you know what life goes on it is what it is have you found the article relating to it yes i have i found it um it was a and i don't know why i stopped uh why i stopped uh listening to wade's uh alerts but usually i'll say this right now wade color is funny and i trust him because of the timeliness of when he does these reports I, f- I thought that his reporting on brawl out was spectacular i thought that his reporting on punk after the fact after the whole thing was going going out and he said, oh, the, the EVPs will be back sooner than later. And they came back literally that next week. I thought that, again, I trust what he says because usually he does it in a, in a non-biased kind of way. Okay. I know people are going to try to make a racial angle out of this, but he talked shit about everybody. Let's be clear. He was the one saying CM Punk wasn't a fucking draw and no one believed it. But I was saying it anyway. But anyway. He says, on Mercedes Monet, I'm not saying she's at the CM Punk level of unpopular with fellow wrestlers and management in WWE, but she has her critics, and the details I've been given indicate that she's earned it. Um, they don't buy the, uh, he said that, he said there's a lot that comes along with negotiating with working with her, and the people whose opinions I respect the most, who I talk to from WWE, are not sad that she's gone and that she, and that she should be brought back. They don't buy the spin that this was her standing up for her rights against misogynist, misogynistic sexism. And there, there's women in the company who tell me this, by the way. He said that uh, he said that if if Tony Khan did his due diligence and, and, and had to deal with her negotiations, he's not surprised that she wasn't signed. 
And he said that uh, he's not shocked to hear that Tony didn't bend over backward to make sure that she, that that she appeared on Dynamite. And I'm not surprised that Paul Levesque didn't either. <laughs> Drewski hands with it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm Drewski with it, bro. To me, the saga's over in WWE. Swim good wherever you go. I mean, like, she, the, I she, hope you happy. She's in a she's in a new movie role. The the the, the um. Gosh, what do they call Mercedes Monet fans now? Um, I don't know. Mercedes Monet fans. Um, they money were makers. money they makers. Were, money makers. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they were fed. You know the, the variety. Nice special article of Little Miss Mercedes Renato. She's going to be featured in an upcoming movie. Um, Mandalorian is coming back. So. You know, they're they're happy with the decisions that are going on, but I think it's very notable. Um and and, and we talked about this a while ago too, even with the debut in Japan, you need to just kind of look at the response from it. And there was very few people who Sasha Banks has worked with for a long time that actually liked or retweeted or shared or offered any congratulations about um her major move over to Japan and her major debut. Um, Brian, Brian Windhorst fingers. Why did they do that? Why did, why did they do that? I mean, that? <laughs> the worst thing that could happen from this is it continues to incite stand wars. Well, Bianca ain't saying nothing. Uh, Bianca. I, 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 I fucking wonder why Bianca didn't say anything. I wonder why. Hey man. Well, listen, Pam is there. <laughs> That's all she needs. <laughs> Yeah, Pam was there. Bianca don't need to be there. Yeah, Pam was there. Bianca got work. <laughs> yeah, she got she got to go to work. Listen, I, I looked at this report. A lot of people were upset about this report. I understand it's hard to hear these types of things about. But these are, like. this isn't new. Like this isn't new that um people don't like Sasha Banks and find her incredibly hard to work with. Like. It's been a recurring thing. Like we've talked about it for years of just like looking through the tea leaves and kind of like the entire 2019 saga, the 2021 saga, the, the 2022 saga, like all these are just, they seem like, and the only, ironically enough, the only person who really put up with her attitude was Vince McMahon. Yeah. Because, I think Vince would have been over backwards to get her back in there for sure. I think I think it's because he respects her. He respects like that kind of initiative and that moxie. I think that's always been him. He doesn't like people who he can completely walk over. He likes people who can kind of like stand up to him and stuff like that, and who challenge him back a little bit because that's always been. You 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 hear all these stories, all these you know the, the talk is Jericho with Jericho be like, well you know I said so I said fuck Vince. <laughs> And then Vince called me back the next day, and it was like, come on now. It was only a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you wildin'. Um, so it was one of those things. So I think he respects that kind of stuff. But you look at, like, stories like I brought up this because it, it, it always stayed in my mind because of their incredible series and how they could not like each other. But the Charlotte Banks on um, – Char- Charlotte Banks. Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Matthew. Yeah. not nah, the NXT thing. Like, the, the – oh, yeah. When Charlotte talked about in her book a long time ago about how her and um, Sasha Banks' relationship eroded a bit when she won the NXT title and even more when she won the Divas title because she 
you know, it was Sasha Banks who felt like she should be in that position. And why is Charlotte, who just started wrestling a couple minutes ago, in this slot? And I don't know. It's always just been... It, it's why I've posted that clip of when Charlotte returned. And I haven't been able to to to, to say that. Let me see if I can find it. Have you Did you see the Cardi B clip that I posted? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. Like, why not a why, why are you why are you hating on me? <laughs> why are you why can't you say like how can I get like her? How can I not necessarily be like her? Don't say that. They're not gonna like that. They're but, not gonna like that. But why you don't have to hate. Like you need to be completely secure in your position and stuff like that and understand that you are a valued. This is proven, this entire thing, albeit like you going well, that's away. The issue. That's the issue. I feel like her fans and her herself do not feel like they are valued in the company, even if the fake, like, I'm like, past the fake accolades, what more do you want? Like, I kept seeing people say, I want a real run with her with the title. And it's like, okay, well, you get a real run. Bailey no had a real run. <laughs> yeah, nobody really seemed to, like, react that crazy, you know, after, the, you know what I'm saying, when, when, it, when it was Bianca's turn, but it was like, again, it was like, I wish she got longer with the title. And it's just like, Bro, she got a really long time with with the title. All things considered, Oscar's never had a lengthy title run in the main roster neither. And people like, would still say, "Well, that's wrong too. They should both have traded it." Right, absolutely. <laughs> and even Alexa Bliss, to an extent. I mean, she's had multiple title reigns, but God knows if I remember any of them. Like, <laughs> and you know, like it's a again. These are all again, as you said, like these are fake accolades. These aren't real. What's real is the lasting moments and memories that you have. What's real, what lasts for a long time is not how long did Stone Cold Steve Austin have the championship? It's when they replay him spraying Vince McMahon with beer for the 140th time <laughs> over the course of, of history. Like, and they're going to play it next week, too. Yeah, they're going to play <laughs> Vince, like, put that <laughs> shit in. Put that in. Make sure you get close up with me. Um, Were people mad when they heard Vince's voice last night on Raw? I don't know. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I hope y'all aren't upset about that one because they're not gonna they, ban him. Their like their legacy is in, 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 unless he like murders someone. Yeah. Or when he or when or if he is convicted of something, that is the only time they'll make a move like that. I'm telling you, it's the only time. They did it for Hogan for like a year. Hmm. They would cut. They would crop him out of NWO. I remember they cropped him out of the, <laughs> the WrestleMania 31. It was like, oh, the NWO's coming, and it's just like Scott Hall and Kevin Nash walking down the ramp. <laughs> oh shit! He said, "Nigga, whoa, 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 you matter, you matter." I'm Sasha. Looking at this report, I'll say right now, it ain't nothing I ain't never heard before. I've heard it. I don't know why people are surprised or shocked. If you were Tony or, Khan, would you sign her to AEW? No, because if I'm Tony Khan, I don't care about women's wrestling. <laughs> am I? Am I? Is it cat? I mean, yeah, I don't think he wants to make a major investment in women's wrestling. No. If I'm Tony, I'm gonna I'm tell you. I'm gonna break it down that like this. Of, that big of an investment, she probably asking for punk money. He don't care about women's wrestling. He has his golden goose in Britt Baker, and he has to keep her happy. So that would mean that if Sasha came in, she's going to be making two, three million a year. 
which would be equal to or more than Rip Baker. Uh, the women's locker room is already a shit show, and we know this. I don't know why people forgetting about it. He doesn't want another punk situation with a with a high paid WWE person coming in and thinking they're the locker room leader. And then he realized that Sasha is someone who will walk out if she's not happy. And he can't have that. He he likes to have his his workers good and brainwashed. And Sasha will not be that. She won't <laughs> be that. She's gonna be your own person. So if I'm Tony Khan, absolutely I'm weighing those options and I'm saying no. I'm gonna sign fucking I'll sign, I don't know, who else? I'll sign Mandy Rose over that. Amen. I would, he would probably sign Mandy Rose over that. I'm actually shocked. I think Manny Rose probably waiting for a, for a Triple H to call her back. God, I don't think she want to go to AEW. I don't know if she love it like that. I don't. I don't think she loves the biz like that to go to AEW. Yeah, nah. I'm not. I wouldn't. Like, what are they offering you? But then Mandy is like, I got to look at my IP. You know, I'm a brand now, and I'm like, all right, Mandy. <laughs> I love you, Mandy, but come on. Um. Yeah, nah. You're absolutely right. Yo, you know what's so funny? Over the weekend, Maria Kanellis was like, I think AEW has enough talent to have an all-women's show. And I'm sure Tony Khan is like, who told, who pulled the string on this lady? (laughs) So she she works here? (laughs) Yo, why why does she keep talking? I signed her to ROH. (laughs) (laughs) <sighs> Either way. You want to get into SmackDown? Let's get into SmackDown. Um I would say the the this was the go home SmackDown. Because that's what it felt like to me. Even though this Friday is the go home SmackDown, it will probably be less of a go home than a go home, if that makes hey, sense. Man. Everybody gonna be on SmackDown this week. Yeah, I think that every, every everyone, even from Raw, I think we might get the, the big brawl, wait, but this felt like this felt like that. No, Royal Rumble's next week. I'm bugging. Yeah, it is next week. Um, this is like the go home, go home, but last we felt like the go home as well. Uh, a lot of things happen. I actually, I, I like SmackDown. I like both shows this week. I'm not gonna lie, but um, I like SmackDown. I, like SmackDown. I didn't even watch SmackDown live. This is for the first time. I didn't I actually went out on a Friday night. Good for me, right? Wow, good for you. Whoa, <laughs> look at look at this guy's. Watch out, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I watched it via DVR. And uh, I don't know. I skimmed through a lot, but <laughs> you bugging. I thought I thought Braun Strowman had his best match ever. No, easily, absolutely. That's one thing I didn't stroll by for sure. Gunther versus Braun Strowman. That was a great match. It Gunther was put, points where Gunther put his boots on for that match. And so did Braun. I gotta say, he put his boots on for that. He was in his hometown, so for him to to have that, I know both of those men felt really great at the end of the day about how that match went. Because it went over well. I was thinking that Gunther was going to lose here. I thought it would have been good. But you can't really do that and then have Gunther say, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? So um, I understand why they why they didn't they didn't pull the trigger on that yet. I do think he's he's due to lose it soon. But um, I'm glad they didn't pull the trigger there, trigger there. I was There was moments of that match I was like, I did not know Gunther, or not Gunther, but, but uh, Braun could do that. <laughs> there, there was just shit. I was like, bro, this was... This was crazy, but I, I'm I'm like, bro. Strowman's already hot. I don't think he needs to win it. Um, he always gets cheers. I think that he can show up and do this and and be okay. He didn't look weak in the loss either. He looked really really strong. I thought that he worked the limb very well. This was a 20 minute damn near Braun Strowman match Amen. with no 
with no weapons or anything, which is nuts. Um, Gunther, are, are, is it safe to say he's like the best IC champion in the past decade? Let me look it up. Like all... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, intercontinental. Uh, I spelled the wrong champion. Google will help me. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this is why kids are going to grow up illiterate because Google will definitely help you with everything. Oh yeah, yeah, um, for sure. All right, so ten years ago, two thousand twenty-three. Oh, ten years. Oh, gotta be ten years. I'm seeing some of these names already. Um. <laughs> The Miz has not had a reputable reign except that one reign, so I'm not even going to count them. I'm not even going to attempt to humor you guys out of this thing. Um, right Damn, back. Shinsuke held the title for 390 days? Yes, I remember this. Combined? We were, Damn. We were like, yo, what is he doing with the title? <laughs> I remember. Okay, so from 10 years ago... Uh, God damn, this is complicated because of the... No, nah, 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 uh, nah, I'm going to say... Yeah, there we go. Ten years ago, uh, there was a Jericho right in there that was. No, nah, I'm gonna okay. say Gunther. I'm gonna say Gunther. Gotta say Gunther. Like, look at the amount of time. Like, Curtis Axel had it for 155 days. My nigga, come on. When the fuck did that happen? Um, the Miz. That I think the Miz one reign you're talking about with the 2016 reign where he had it for 188 days. Absolutely. Dean, Ambr- Dean Ambrose barely defended it. I'd say it's between Seth and Gunther. I'll say that it was between Seth and Gunther. Seth's long 119 day reign versus Gunther's. Uh, what is he going on? 218. He's going on 218 days here. I think Nakamura had some good ones too. Not gonna lie. Um, it's hmm. not, it's between Nakamura, Gunther, and and and, uh, and uh, shit. AJ had it too. He, AJ had it when he was facing Daniel Bryan, huh? Yeah, but. He didn't have Gunther that still. Gunther still. Gunther still. It's the best one. It's Gunther. He's, 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 had, he's had the best reign. Where where do you think that where do you think the convergence point is going to be? Do you think it'll be a rumble um where where he'll see and Brock I, for the first time or what? Maybe elimination chamber? I would have to think so. Like okay. Nah, you know what rumble. Well, I don't Has he declared for rumble? Has Brock declared he's, for he's, rumble? He declared at the end of the night on SmackDown. So it would have to be after Rumble. Okay. Because I don't even think Brock is in the Rumble. It could be. Because I I don't, I don't think Bobby's getting Brock in Royal Rumble. So. I don't want him in the damn Rumble. <laughs> Why? Because, you know, he won it last year. He's good. No. Well, he has to set up storylines. Yeah. Okay. He'll be there. Yeah. He'll, he'll be, be there. there. I'm sure. He'll be there. And Bobby declaring himself in the in the Rumble means that for sure they'll have a, they'll have a face off. But I think the real juice here is um, Gunther and and Brock and them seeing each other for the first time at the Rumble. Um, we got a we got a cool I thought was cool kind of promo with Rey Mysterio saying he was tired of Dom's bullshit. Um, and then Karrion Cross comes out and cuts a pretty good promo. I'm not gonna lie, but my thing is like when the bell rings, no one really cares anymore. Yeah, and I think. Karrion just comes off as such a goof that it's tough for people to get behind him when he comes out looking like he did on Friday night with that suit on. I think there's no true connection with the audience with him. Yeah. Like, there's none. And I think um, it needs... Maybe he needs to be a face, to be honest with you. But um, 
I really, I said this and I was like, I really liked him as a face against Santos in NXT. I think he would be a cool face, like kind of the Baron Corbin lone wolf kind of deal. Um, like if he comes and just starts like executing everyone that you hate, but yeah, I feel, yeah, he's just, he's just not connecting in this. I think we've seen this before. They are dead set on him being a heel. And I'm like, y'all needed to, this was, if, if anyone needed to re, like change, it, it would have been him. But the thing is with, as a baby face, he would have to like, he would have to come up with some new offense. And I think that that's fine. I think, but I do think there's plenty of punchable heels in on SmackDown for him to face. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where, where it would, you know, it could be that, but I think there's just too much star power on SmackDown for him to actually look good against a Drew or a Ray for people to care. Um, Sheamus and Drew enter the tag team contenders tournament. Uh, we're doing a lot of tag team stuff here. Hey man, Usos on the clock. <laughs> yeah, they're giving him a lot to do. Uh, so it's going to be Sheamus and, and and Drew versus the Viking Raiders. Poor brawling brutes. <laughs> I'm going to need them to get a program started pretty soon here. Um, Bray gives a Bray gives his shortest promo. I think his entrance was longer than his promo this week. I think he says, he's like, am I returning to the fiend? It feels like the fiend. Ah, he says, he said a lot of shit. Uh, it, it was, you know, I, I'm not going to say he said a lot of shit. I think it was, it was very coherent. I'll say that. But I think that I'm ready for the match stuff. So I like, if they, if they were like, you don't got to show up for the next week, I would be fine with that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I'm just ready for y'all to get to the point. How about this next week? I don't even know if it'll be out. When does Mountain Dew Pitch Black in stores? It should be out already. It's it's out some places. We gotta find. You want to you, you want to do a taste test? You gotta yeah. We gotta drink it. Let's we'll drink it for Rumble. Let's drink. <laughs> we'll drink it for Rumble predictions. Mountain Dew sponsored by Pitch Black. Uh oh, they got it. Oh, they got it on um on Amazon. All right, let me see. I'm gonna order some. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Walmart and see if they got a got a. Um, okay, that's a, little, a much better idea. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll just go to Walmart. I just want uh, to Rod, <laughs> Rod, 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 Raquel Rodriguez um, versus Liv Morgan. Short match here. Uh, Liv smacks the, smacks the taste out of Raquel's uh, mouth, and they and they go in. Raquel kind of seemed like a little bit of a heel, but she's still smiling here. Uh, Liv's still trying to do this the the psycho extreme stuff. I'm wondering when they're gonna get to the point of what this is. Like, I, I want to know where this is gonna lead to. I'm wondering if it's gonna lead to a match, maybe with someone that's I can't think of anyone that's, that's as hardcore as her. So on the women's division, so I don't know. Hmm. It seems like they 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 wrapped up the Tiga Knox story with with these two, so they're not tag teaming anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. That's a good question. What do you feel about the Sonya Deville Charlotte pull apart brawl in the back? <laughs> Very Charlotte esque. If there was anyone that could get you get her over as a baby face, it it is Sonya Deville though, because it is working. I agree, but also, yeah, I agree. Sonya's a like what tier heel would you say? She's a B tier heel. B tier heel, yeah. But it, you well, know, it's not going to work. Yeah, on, yeah. On I mean, there there are very I think few she plays heels. Her role very well. I think she plays her role very well. Yeah, there's very, there's very few heels on the on the show, and without Ronda, it's like a huge vacuum of bad guys that are not on the show. Ronda really said, "Like, nah, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I hope she's okay because she's not been on the show for three weeks now. And this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> I don't want to play. I don't want to. She play. was there weekly. Um, then we have 15 minute, 15 minute match between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Um, I was looking at the clock. I was like, "There's no way this is going to end normally with the amount of time." But I, I they, these niggas did it again. It was a good fucking match. Um, violent match too for for a SmackDown. I, I did not expect a lot of the stuff that we saw here. But of course, the Usos and Solo come come in to beat down on Owens. Of course, they set up earlier in the show that the Usos, quote unquote, were not there. But that was only a ploy to trick Kevin Owens to get him beat up by Solo and all of them. He gets splashed on the table by Solo. And the show ends with Sammy looking dejected and confused because he wasn't able to finish uh, Kevin Owens off on his own. What do you feel about this? I like the ending. Um, and I like how it continued on Raw. So I mm-hmm. like how this this program is going. I'm... They, do you think they got enough to stretch it all the way to Elimination Chamber? Yeah. Elimination Chamber is like three weeks after the Royal Rumble. So. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, they got yeah. enough time. Yeah, it's like February It's February 18th. So um, Royal Rumble is like the 29th, 28th. So they, it's like three weeks after. So they got plenty of time. That's fine. Okay, cool. Somebody, no, I, can, I like- somebody can go missing a week. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I liked the show. I, I really did. I, I find that SmackDown is the breeziest, easiest show to watch weekly. Um, it's my favorite show. It's my favorite wrestling show to watch thus far or, or currently uh, in, in the past couple of weeks. However, I thought Raw when they started giving a story <laughs> and things to, to to bite into, like they did this week, it's a stronger show. It's more. It benefits way more from it. You had uh, at the opening, you had the bloodline come out with the with uh, with, with Judgment Day interrupting them. I, I enjoyed this, man. I fuck with it. <laughs> this how is a really good. Promo how segment. do you feel about Finn's fit? I said, "Yo, Dom is giving him pointers." He said, "Finn, cop this Palm Angels jacket." <laughs> they use it. I, I have a I have a suspicion they're using Dom for his his connections and money. Dom's just buying yes. them shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like it, and, and it, it builds on the story so much. I love this stable. I love this crew. I'm so glad they're able to mix it up with the bloodline, and I think that they're 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 literally, I don't want to say bullet club adjacent, but like they give that vibe. You know what I mean? Where it's like they're they're like they don't take the, they don't take themselves too seriously, but they're also like they're very much like beat your ass, and they have that one person that will beat your ass. Um, I like the solo and Rhea confrontations. I'm like. Y'all got to put her in the mix with Bianca soon, right? They got to do it soon, right? Or with somebody, bro. Like, I'm ready to see it. Sorry, I was on mute. Um, no, it's definitely got to be soon. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. So, like, they comes out, or they, they come out, and that leads to Mustafa Ali appearing, uh, and they have a like a like a two three minute match, uh, whatever. It's just Ali. Uh, Owens comes out. <laughs> hey, man. You ain't wrong. Interferes, and he, then he's put out of the match. One thing I liked about this is that before the the, the six way, they kept showing vignettes of all the people that were in it. So I, I really I, I thought that that was that went a long way to to getting over how important this match was to all of these men. I thought I thought it, it was done really well. I'll be honest, I didn't care who won that match. Didn't um... I knew it, I knew it wouldn't be Seth. I think a lot of people were worried that it was going to be Seth. I was like, it's not going to be him. Yeah, to be honest, I did, I, was, I looked at all competitors and I was like. Other than maybe Miz and who else was fucking in this match? Corbin. Um, we've seen all of this before <laughs> many yeah. times. So yeah. I wasn't really like 
it was an interesting six people to put in a match, though. Yeah, you've never was, seen before. I agree. I agree. I mean, Corbin just all, they're off the strength of like filling it up. Uh, yeah, Miz also. Um, Who clearly is in another storyline, and they just put him in this this week. I don't even know what the fuck he's doing. I, I don't know what the Miz is doing. He's got to well now that Johnny's injured. It's tough because you have to take he's injured. Basically, yeah, he's injured. He uh, tore his uh, shoulder, I believe. Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's why Miz is kind of like floating on an island, and the Bronson Reed thing hasn't been followed up on because it's like it's tough to because you know I'm guessing it's supposed to be some type of tandem two person tag team type shit going on with him. I would guess. Um, Listen, Miz was injured coached- throughout the entire feud, and he was there all every week. I'm just letting you know. Shut the hell up. Anyway, <laughs> we we get well before I get to the overarching story of the night, we get finally confirmation of what I've been expecting and what I've been saying they should do. And I'm glad they did it. I'm so glad that they did it because it makes the most sense to do. Cody Rhodes announces and declares that he is going to be in the Royal Rumble next weekend. I'm with it. I'm glad. Do not make this a surprise. We know he's coming. The thing about them making it a surprise meals is that. Fans are going to know he's going to be there. They're going to start cheering him. Or they're going to it's going to turn all their attention away from the match and all the attention away from the other surprises that they may, they may have planned. So I'm glad they did it that way. I agree. Um, I think you need an attraction for the Royal Rumble and Cody Rhodes' return. It's definitely Absolutely. so. And it also builds him up as a big deal. I think what you're trying to do is remind people and as if as if they haven't enough. I mean, we've been seeing Cody Rhodes promos for the entire times that he's been gone. Um, but I think you'd want to remind people that he's a big deal and you want to begin conditioning them of like, okay, you know, he, he he's probably going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And if he doesn't, he's going to find a way to get there. And he's being very open and clear that he wants that title. So, well, it's interesting to see. Also interesting to see that they didn't have Seth bring him up at all this week. So when these two meet in the Rumble, it's going to be a moment. Um, the overarching story here is that MVP is 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 wheeling and dealing, and he's looking to put the Hurt Business back together. He comes out of Adam Pierce's office, declares Omos or, or says Omos is going to be in the Royal Rumble, and then he starts interfering in all their matches throughout the throughout the night, and, uh, and actually gets Omos a match against Elias later on the, in the night. It's not all successful though. He did fuck up on the uh, the tag team match. I think it was like a botched finish though. I think that something some wires got crossed at one point. <laughs> I don't think he, he was supposed to pull him out the way before he got hit, and he got hit anyway. And then yeah, exactly. he pulled him out the way. <laughs> but um, um, I thought I thought that it was it was very cool to let Dawkins get the win uh, in his hometown. Um, I, I thought it was uh, that was really cool, and I'm pretty sure all the guys were okay with them being the only person that didn't win. But Omos comes out, of course, short match. He looks good. He looks leaner. I, I must say, Omos looks really good. I agree. Um, and then he comes out later with Bobby Lashley. And it looks like we're setting up a week-to-week story here with the Hurt Business getting back together. How do you feel about it, the the reformation of it? I, I got to say, once again, the continuity editor, he's doing his fucking thing. They, they were talking about the past. They were talking about things that happened a year ago, two years mm-hmm. ago, this thing. And I, and I thought it was good to bring fans back up to speed. I, um, everyone wants to see the Hurt Business back together. I mean, I think, I mean, it didn't really do anything for me to be a. Them, them, I mean, them plus Omos seems like overkill. Yeah. Me. I mean, they didn't really do much for me. They looked good together. I like what they represented. 
but it's not like there's a big overarching hurt business moment that you remember they beat up people at raw on the ground like what the fuck else did they do <laughs> they'd have to change the booking a little bit to where I mean, they were like championships as well but also like there's no there's no moment for me with the hurt business yeah, yeah. Uh, it gives bobby something to do i would imagine my thing is this like if you if, if you guys are going to be heels and you're facing austin theory i just don't think i think that cuts theory's knees off i think theory needs a good long run with that title i'm not gonna lie to you like he needs to establish himself and i think that like having lashley or you know being fucked over you know what i'm saying is is i don't think that's the way to go you know what i mean i i think that that, i think that they should they should kind of tread carefully or if that's the case have mvp blow it in their match next week and then have Bobby like I don't want to join until they finally join, and they put the they put the fists together like the the shield did. I'm indifferent on her business return. <laughs> I'm indifferent. <laughs> yeah, it's not that I don't care. It's just I'm in I'm indifferent. I, we'll see. We'll see. I thought I thought it I thought it was handled pretty well. This no, week. it's handled pretty well. It was handled pretty well. I'll give it. I'll give it that. Becky Lynch comes out to call out um, Bailey. Really cool moment here. Um, I didn't like. I was <laughs> you don't like what? What part of it? I just felt like, you know, when they get so insidery and it becomes less about the actual plot and more about like who's going to shut each other down more. That's what I felt. You didn't become the man until someone punched you in the face. Oh, who the fuck cares? Like <laughs> <laughs> that was five years ago. <laughs> like who? Do, oh, you. So you know. You were down in NXT still, and we got called up. It's like, who the fuck cares? That was like 10 years ago. <laughs> like, who cares? We're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. They're like drawing from stuff in the past, and I get it. The continuity error is doing his work. But to me, like, none of that stuff mattered matters right now like what are you guys really opposing for do you both of you want to be royal women's champion like what are we really fighting for um are both of you going to be in the royal rumble that would be cool um but other than that like yeah i was like what all right (laughs) we we did get to the point eventually and that point is that they're going to face off in a in a cage match next week on raw 30 I was like, Bailey is doing her business. She's been in like four stipulation matches since she's returned. And I'm like, yo, she, she's on her edge run. She's reminding me of Edge. Remember Edge did like that one year where he did like mad stip matches against The Undertaker? And tore his shoulder and his legs and arms. And <laughs> Shortened his career. Muscles. Yeah. 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 I knew that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was a, that was a great moment. So she's on her, she's on her shit right now. And I, and I got to say like, She's making a she's making a run for probably hardest working woman in the biz right now and just making everybody look good and making everybody have really good programs. I like these two together. I I, I like their their singles match together. Um and I think that if they make this feel important then they could come back to this feud, you know, anytime they want to. I feel like they're going to blow it off for the for the time being next week, but they'll probably pick it up uh, later on next week regardless of who wins, but I'm pretty sure that um that Becky was a uh, Becky's probably going to go over in order to look, to look strong going into the Rumble. Um, what else happened on the show here? Let's get through it really quick. Alpha Academy, Judgment Day. Seems like they're going to they're gonna be uh, turning turning babyface. And by, by them, I mean Alpha Academy. The people want it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The people yeah. want it. They, they're, you, they're already saying shoosh and shit. Like, they're, they you, want it. 
You know what I was thinking about the other day as I was walking? I said, I can't believe you people really went up for 2020 Otis. Like we were there and people were losing their mind. They almost gave this man a world heavyweight championship. They needed it to was, do something. It was never that good. <laughs> they needed to do something, man. It was never that serious. It was never that serious. Oh my god! <laughs> it was never that serious. <laughs> After of, of of all two hundred and what what are we at two seventy five? Two seventy five, seventy four, two seventy five. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. I've been off one of those of, of all two hundred seventy something episodes that we've had. I have to say that I cannot jive with you not liking people's joy over Otis in the Caterpillar. Like that's just that's just like the most weirdest, grinchiest thing I've ever seen. It was never that serious. The man was garbage water. I don't like calling people trash like that, but I never saw it. And everyone act like it was going on and this was all right. Yo, 2020 was the worst, man. <laughs> we were down bad. I'm going to chalk it up to that. We were down bad. We were down bad in 2020. Hey, man. I enjoyed it, y'all. Don't worry. I enjoyed it. Go this. Go to Hive. Um, what else happened? Let's get through it really quick. Uh, Bianca promo with Alexa Bliss. They, they're having fun. So it seems like Bianca was like, I'm going to watch a bunch of scary movies and we're going to book it based off of this. Hey, man. I'm just... We know Bianca going to win. So I'm wondering what kind of... Well, <laughs> are they talking about Hocus Pocus and Black Magic you throwing in front of her? Listen, she will persevere. So I'm just looking. I'm interested in seeing how that's going to happen. Uh, we had a we had two other mid card matches. Hey, Raw had mid card matches this week. Uh, you had Mia Mia Yim versus Io Sky. What do you think about Mia's uh, gimmick? Because I feel like she's not oh she's not like connecting with that with that gimmick right now. To be honest with you, I feel like a lot of people who came back aren't really connecting. <laughs> but, if you're not in like damage control or like uh, I think Tegan got a good reaction on on, on SmackDown. I feel like even to an extent, damage control, I think they're connecting by extent of Bailey, but maybe if they had returned without Bailey, it would not be as, as fresh because they haven't really got any like time to individually uh, stand out on their own outside of these great matches that they're having. They're kind of extensions of Bailey. They're like Bailey's little sisters. I'll say this. I think Candice has, has gotten, they, they've been, cheering her before i think she's gotten good reactions they've been cheering i, think but I don't think she connects i don't but go ahead I, that means they connect meals i i think tegan's got good reactions especially like when she came back i thought that was a really good one and the match with me with, with uh Zaylee, i thought was really good with me and yim it's just I, I there's nothing really there and i i think i don't know if it's just like the look i don't know if it's, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? Anything else, but I, I think that they might need to kind of restructure her, especially since AJ's injured. This is your chance to kind of do whatever that you want with her and change her. I'm glad she's getting opportunities to get wins on TV. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm I, if, more than anything, even if I'm not a huge fan of the gimmick, I'm glad she's getting a chance. And I think that's the, that's the most I can say about her right now is that she finally gets a chance because I, I do think she got a raw deal. Uh, Bronson Reed is another person I feel like they got a raw deal. And I feel like his presentation has been really good. I, his match with Okira Tozawa went over very well in the, with the crowd, with them reacting very accurately to the punishment he was dealing out. And I thought that he looked good. And I like the idea that he is a a, a pay for hire. What do you call him? A, a, a hoss for hire. 
for anyone who wants to pay for him. And, and I think that that's, that's a really cool um, way to, 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 br- to branch that character. I agree with that aspect for sure. Like, I, I think that he's kind of the size of kind of like Rhino. He kind of reminds me of Rhino. And, and they had that story for Rhino back in ECW um, where he would, anyone would hire him and he, he'd take care of him. And, and I think that you, you you got something there. Let's do something with it. I'd love to see Solo versus Bronson Reed. I think that is a great match that you could have because these are two guys that kind of have the same type of personality on that roster. Right. No, I, like, I think that would be fire. Um, the sixth man, I mean, not much to say about this one it was your it was your typical six man you, you cannot really go wrong with them they, this is what they do best on on tv and on you know in any big show um you got seth looking really good lashley looking really good obviously people like miz and and baron corbin just being bodies that could bounce off of you know and sell um of course you had the omas factor where he comes out and he uh basically attacks everyone that was left uh, this was elimination uh, elimination match too, which they don't they don't do often in these cut, these types of matches, right? Like they, it's usually like a gauntlet or nothing. Um, yeah. But this one this went around twenty five minutes all the way to the end of the show, and uh, hey man, I fucked with it. I think the right man won. Lashley should have won. I, I think Rollins needs to, needs to get away from this title. It is it if if the idea is that the other title is coming back, then you need to get away from the mid card title. It will be Lashley, and in theory again. Um, next week, I feel like this should have had a stipulation or something though. I feel like it, sh- it definitely should have had a, had a, had a hook for me because a regular match is, we've seen that before. I agree, but Raw 30 is already like, it's like fake stacked to me. This is like a regular regular show with like <laughs> more friends, but, uh, not regular regular. I'm not gonna, like, that's a lie because it has a lot of, uh, big matches coming on it, but, uh, you know, it looks very interesting. Um, I think the hook here is that it just got confirmed also that Rikishi is going to be on the show as well as Samu is going to be on the show as well. I hope they um, bring him up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're going to be part of the acknowledgement ceremony. The thing is, is that like a lot of people will be like, this is The Rock's chance. This don't make sense for The Rock to come out here. Why the fuck would The Rock come out on a nothing raw? The show is not even it's that. Not a, it's not a nothing raw. They're loading it up with people. Listen, just because it's a nothing raw for you, these are people that will that will that people will tune in to see because they don't show up every week. You know what? The, I, I think the idea, that, that is the reason why it's not a nothing raw because you have a bunch of people that don't show up. Week. Ric Flair is going to be there in, in the first like official capacity for a long time. I think it's been like, what, a year and a half, two years since he's been there? So, it it, it is something. Seen enough Rick in my life. <laughs> I'm thinking outside of our bubble. I, I are appreciate you. This. I appreciate your. Uh, it's not your... optimism. It's realism. It's, okay. not optimism. <laughs> it's not optimism. I'm just being real. Okay. Um, it just doesn't make sense here. I saw somebody already say the Rock's gonna come out and interrupt it, and I'm like, and cut KO at at his at his knees. That doesn't make any sense. Like this is set up. KO. KO. They could call each other popcorn farts or whatever the fuck the rock does. <laughs> I don't know, but it's, it's a sing big along show. with KO. Regardless of that, big show next week. Um, big big smackdown this week with the contract signing between KO and Roman Reigns. But next week you have Becky and Bailey in a cage match, Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. Um, you have the acknowledgement ceremony and you have the judgment day versus the Usos, which should go crazy. I think it's going to go fucking nuts. Um, I cannot wait to see that match between, between those two teams. I'm glad they got the Usos kind of branching out and facing off against other teams. By the time this is done, it's said and done. They're probably going to have to take a break because they faced off against everyone. <laughs> Heel and yeah. face. Yeah. 
Yeah, seriously. Like they're gonna have to like take like two three months off until we can we, they can like kind of restructure and restack the deck because there there's a bunch of tag teams that they've beaten already that it will probably be in this tournament that they're that they're that they're making for the for the titles and uh, we'll just have to see how that how that shakes out. But that was everything in this week for wrestling. Um, Meals, glad to have you back. I'm I'm happy that you're back, sir. Happy to be back. Um, so I mean that's it for this week. Next week we'll give out the uh the instructions on the Rumble pool. And we'll have our prediction show for the Royal Rumble, which is which is always my favorite ones because we don't know who's going to win the Rumble, but we try and figure it out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Cody. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the women's one, I think we're going to have a we're going to have a real brainstorm moment there. But um, I'm interested in seeing your thoughts. I'm interested in hearing you guys' thoughts. Make sure you follow us at the A Show RNC on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure we got some really fucking fire content on there for you guys. Make sure you, you uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Five dollars down and get you this show. Other shows that are coming out, Spot Colors is, of course, coming back this this month. And you get extra content in our show. So we had a whole 30-minute conversation about Royal Rumbles of the past this week. And you get stuff like that every single week when you, when you subscribe to the Patreon. So uh, for Meals, I am Justin. Thank you guys for listening to The A Show. And we see you guys and talk to you guys next week on the show. Peace. <laughs>